Hi, my name is Julian Block. I'm a filmmaker, and this podcast is about my journey and the adventures of being and becoming a filmmaker. Today, I want to talk about my very first job in Hong Kong. So, as I was um, telling the story, I was going to Hong Kong, have never been to Asia before, and then I needed to find a job. So, I thought I will see how far I can get. And I started off with a language course. I was living with local families and then I was looking for jobs. So I was just kind of browsing the local job um, directories, applying for everything which fits, which were more or less fitting what I can do. So graphic design mainly, looking also for filmmaker jobs. But uh, I was more confident by then, I was still more confident being a graphic designer. So I applied. And at some point I got a job interview and I got the job that was in a company doing Bluetooth uh, gadgets, headsets, tech stuff. And they had a small design team with a head designer and I think four designers in the team. And I was one of them mainly responsible for packaging design and for, uh, for the website as well. Now, that was the first time I really got into the Hong Kong work uh, environment. And I have to say, I really disliked it. I mean, I've never really been employed before. I was always like an entrepreneur. I was always self-employed uh, besides like for train, like being a trainee as technical drawer. But since then, I've never been really in a company. I hated that because it's not about taking orders or um, working for someone else. I mean, you do the same thing if you're self-employed, but the thing is, I just felt I wasted my time. It was like sometimes I was sitting around for three hours in the afternoon with nothing to do, but couldn't go home because office um, officially closes at six. And then at 5.30, someone comes in, gives you something. And obviously, like they say, this has to be done by today. And you sit until 9 p.m. without overtime payments. And that is the rule. So all of this, I think, is really wasting people's lifetime. And I hated it. Furthermore, it was a six days week. And the first holidays you could take when you work there for one year. So that was seven. And then you got seven days for the full year. <laughs> Actually, no one ever took any holidays there because usually they just lasted for three months. It must have been a company which was... Also a bad example, really, for a Hong Kong company. But at the same time, having said that, this really taught me how not to run a company. The boss was sometimes a bit like a hothead. So if he disliked something, he was sending emails, CC'd everyone in the company, like in font size 14, bold, red, and told this person what he didn't like or what was to change. And everyone saw it. And then as design department specifically, we were sitting inside the building. So there were offices with windows, but we were located inside because obviously space is so valuable. And you were coming at nine. I had an hour to come there. So I was getting up. I was um, in the transportation, like I was in public transport by eight. Then I reached, reached the office by nine. And then you were working all day long in a room without windows and like you had an hour for lunch break, which 
was again like in restaurants without any windows and then you were finished usually by eight or nine it was dark again you were like super tired you went home so it was around 10 and my big question was how to stay creative in a shithole like this really i mean there was no input nothing which could actually get your creative juices flowing so what i was doing at night i was freelancing because i needed something for my brain resulting in a lack of sleep and i think i had four nerve breakdowns while doing this and you have to imagine this i'm i'm tall i'm 5'11 so i'm kind of a head taller than everyone else in hong kong uh, on average and then I was the only foreigner in this company. And at some point on Saturday, I was like, I, I started crying and I couldn't stop. And I was going to the toilet. And I was sitting there crying and crying. And it was so embarrassing. And my um, head designer, he's a super nice guy. He came and they all tried to figure out what's wrong with me since you know, like I'm like a white person and I look so tough just because I'm so much bigger than most of, most of them. And it was just like the, this mix of sleep deprivation overworked and not understanding anything. I mean, also that came on top. They spoke Cantonese and obviously this is a good opportunity to learn the language. But then, you know, like they have business meetings and call me in. So I was more or less sitting there, but I didn't understand a word what was said. And the whole purpose of me sitting there was like to show you that like a Westerner is present. Um, so I quit. Uh, pretty fast like I was staying there for three months because I was trying to get a visa which didn't work in the end and I quit fairly quickly and all of this led me to first of all I realized I need to be self-employed I cannot work like this no way and I was really aggressive in finding freelance jobs so I was just looking around and there was this club in Hong Kong and they had like really mediocre posters and flyers. So I was just walking in the club and said, look, I saw your posters and I think I can do better. And that alone was obviously quite a little bit a thing for me to do, like just kind of getting up the courage, walking into this and just saying this. But uh, soon enough, they two weeks later, they called me and said, okay, you told us you can do better flyers. So here we go do that and they became a really good client they were like my main uh, income source for five years um, I was doing two or three flyers for them every month uh, yeah, well they were in the center of Hong Kong Island there was like a mixture out of uh, expatriate and local hipster blah blah club uh, they had a special on Wednesdays for models coming in for free stuff like that and all of this showed me, if you want, you can do it. So that is, I think, the biggest lesson I learned here. That if I don't succeed in what I do, it's really that the stakes are not high enough. So I still need to walk out of my comfort zone and do something about it. And this is what I'm trying ever since. Obviously, there's always new obstacles, new stuff. And people tend to get lazy. Well, at least... Talking about me, I tend to get lazy. If things work, you just keep them that way. And usually you need to be shaken out of this lazy spot in order to grow. Anyway, that's it for today. Um, if you have any questions, let me know. I'm happy to answer anything I can in this podcast. My name is Julian Block and you can watch my films at j-blockbuster.com and I hope to see you around.